Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 404, and today I am excited because I'm going to be shining a light down on another one of our TAS listeners, and his name is Tim Johnson, and Tim is going to share with us a lot of the ups and the downs, the small victories, and also what led him to what he's doing now and actually how he was able to discover these unique products that he's creating himself in a sense and figuring out how to scale that, but then also going through and sharing how he went from zero to $6,000 in 30 days. And it's a great way to also understand how to really get market validation by putting a product out there. And uh, it was just great to talk to Tim because, you know, number one, I think we all we all imagine that people that are successful are just automatically successful. They don't actually have ups and downs or they don't have things that don't work. But the, you know, the reality is, is a lot of times, most of the things that we do don't work. <laughs> and then from there, it's building and learning from that. And you're going to hear how he was also able to now take this and, and kind of like bring it over into brick and mortar and and really talk about those things because sometimes you might be sitting on something and you're not even aware of it or maybe someone that you know is sitting on something and they're not aware of it and then you can educate them and or maybe partner with them who knows but that's the really cool thing that I want to share with you guys and again this is not like these big numbers that you're going to be like oh my gosh $100,000 in one single month that's not what we're about here anyway you guys know that it's about those small wins and also validating that something is working and then scaling it from there and Tim posted this inside the Facebook group and was so kind to really reply to everyone that was kind of going back and forth and and asking questions. So I reached out to him and I said, Tim, what do you think? Would you come on the podcast and share your story? And he said, absolutely, I would love to. And a funny story, uh, actually it was probably about a week before I was scheduled to do the interview with Tim, and I got a text message from Jamie Masters, who I had on the podcast and actually was my business coach. Uh, and life coach, really. I mean, she really helped me through just figuring everything out as far as being an entrepreneur and kind of like the direction and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, so she texted me and she was like, oh my gosh, like Tim was like, you know, I knew him since childhood. Like I, I, I've known him all my life pretty much. And uh, you're going to have him on the podcast. It's such a small world and it is. So that was kind of cool as well. But anyway, I'm going to stop talking though so we can kind of dive in here. I did want to remind you guys though, we have an awesome, amazing community over at theamazingseller.com forward slash F as in Frank, B as in boy. And that is our Facebook group. That's our TAS Facebook group, which is approaching 50,000 members in there right now. And Tim is one of them. And that's where I was able to see Tim posting this type of stuff inside of there and, uh, and really how he was willing to share. So definitely go over there and, and help each other and learn from each other and share with each other. It's really, really awesome and powerful, um, how we're able to do that in our own community here. And that is the TAS communities, which, which I love, by the way, you guys know that. So, uh, um, all right. So I'm going to stop talking though. So you guys can, uh, you guys can listen to this interview that I did with Tim, but remember you have to start somewhere and Tim is a perfect example of this. So I think you're going to get a ton from this. So enjoy this interview that I did with Tim Johnson. Well, hey, Tim, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. How you doing? Great, Scott. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, I'm excited to have you on. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, when they get started, 
um, they they don't realize that you have to kind of go through these little mini wins, right? These these little mini, uh, I, I guess I call them little mini high fives, where it's kind of like you're 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 going through the process and then seeing a little bit of a result and then building upon that, even if it's just one dollar earned or your first sale. And a lot of people, though, they like the big numbers, right? They want to see the, you know, oh my gosh, this person did, you know, $100,000 in a month and, and this, that, and the other thing. And from a, from the feedback that I get from my listeners, a lot of people like to hear those small mini ones almost as much because it's more relevant to where they are. Um, and we're going to talk with you today a little bit because you actually posted something in the group, group and I think it was like a $6,000 number, something like that. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So I've had, you know varying uh, successes with different products over the past, uh, I guess it's been three years now that I've been on Amazon and, um, you know, things go up and down, but this month I've got uh, a few new products and um, kind of a new brand that I'm rolling out. So first time I hit $6,000 in the past 30 days, kind of an arbitrary milestone, but I felt like I had to share it uh, with someone. So yeah, it feels good. Uh, You know, it's indicative of the growth that I'm seeing here with these new products and uh, just kind of exciting. Yeah, no, it's really exciting. And I want to dig into really about like, like you said, you've been kind of dabbling in this thing for, for a little while. And I kind of want to hear about maybe some stuff that didn't work out so well. And and maybe like what you've learned. So this way here, you're like, now it sounds like you're building a brand and you've got multiple products that you're going to be launching. So I kind of want to dig into that. So take us back, take us back in the time machine really quickly. Like, you know, number one, who is Tim? And you know, like, where do you come from? Just give us a little bit of a of a background. Sure, definitely. Well, I'm a product development engineer, actually, and I've been doing that for 13 years or so oh, wow. out of college at a design firm uh, over here in New England. And I have been dabbling in so many different side projects and different things over the years. <laughs> um, join the <laughs> club. Join the club. <laughs> yeah, God, over, literally over the past 10 years. It's, uh, but I'm still working a full-time job and uh, working on, on getting out of that and um, yeah, kind of moving on toward the next thing. So a few years ago, I started with this Amazon stuff. Uh, there were a few other people that were dabbling in it and um, wanted to test it out for myself. So I found a product. It was a you know a, a rubber silicone, a rubber uh, you know kitchen type of mm-hmm. appliance product okay. that uh, I found and wanted to to test it out. Uh, it, w- it wasn't on the market at the time. So I invested 500 bucks and got a few uh, 200 200 products made. Okay. Got them up on Amazon. Did some nice photos just at the house here. Nothing yep. too too special. It was with the, my my uh, phone and a little bit of extra lighting. Um, reached out to some influencers. Uh, got them got them up going on Amazon. And you know, literally within the first week or so. Um, without, before the influencers even, I started seeing my first couple sales and nice. that was just really exciting. I, I had done a lot of research on the product and okay. the competition and, uh, other similar products like, you know, what, what, uh, I could expect to see what the category sure. would be, what the sales rank of all the competitive products, uh, was and could potentially be. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I'd done, you know, quite a bit of research and had a good confidence level in the product. It was unique, like I said, um, was not out there at the time, and so figured figured it would be good to to hit the ground with that. I had done a couple things, um, not retail R, but just things I had around the house sure. that I threw up on Amazon, kind of like you mentioned. Yep. Um, you know, as you suggest. So I, I had tried that just to 
get a feel for how the sales uh, platform worked on Amazon and um, yeah, felt confident with it. So I figured I'd put put a few up there. Uh, did send them into FBA so that um, you know they'd be fulfilled automatically, and that sure. worked. I think a lot better than than manual fulfillment. Of course, the, the route I'd, I've been going all along, and um, and and yeah, they they started selling, and then I got al- aligned with some of the uh, influencers, just bloggers and stuff in the in the niche, and that that did pretty good for me. I started hitting you know seven to ten products a day, nice. seven to 10 sales a day on this first product, and that was within the first couple months, I guess. So um, you know, since then I've I've been very excited about the whole Amazon platform and the potential therein. Um, did did pretty well with that product. Did um, you know probably half a dozen orders um, and kept it fulfilled on Amazon for a while until it got knocked off by a bunch of other people and then mm-hmm. you know uh, price went down, margins get lower, uh, competition is just all over the place. So um, I, I took a break from that one. I might go back to it. <laughs> in a in a package deal of some sort, okay, uh, sure. But um, that was you know the first product that I tried. That was a good um, proof of concept. So moving forward from there, I um, tried a couple other things. Um, yeah, similar um, a similar market, kitchen goods okay. market, okay, and uh, some successes, some failures. Um, don't think I ever really lost money on a product. You know, like you said, you can generally recoup what you've spent on it. Yeah, pretty and much. I, yeah, I think that I've you know kind of broken even on on at least broken even on most products, mm-hmm. um, and maybe lost on on a few. But um, I tried a, a bunch of different things. I actually got um, completely derailed though. Uh, <laughs> All right, tell me about, about that. How did that happen? About a year in, and um, <laughs> what happened? Well, about a year and I started talking to a part, a, a, another guy, another um, friend of mine okay. about a, a new business that okay. we might try out. So I actually spent uh, two years, it's been, actually had a, a fitness facility open oh, for the wow. past two years now. So we spent a year developing that and then we've been open for almost a couple of years now um, with this fitness business and it is, uh, it's not an online business, it's, it's a brick and mortar, Sure. Um, which is obviously taken up a lot of the time I have been still dabbling in Amazon stuff and with you know marginal some successes some failures and um, not really not really getting a lot of traction on any one front I have another uh, semi brand it's nothing that's trademarked yet uh, in another category that um, allows me to capitalize on a few products that are a little bit more custom that won't be knocked off so easily. Okay, um, which has been pretty nice, and mm. I do have uh, some traction with that. Uh, you know, real low low price point um, or low cost to me, and uh, low cost to ship. They're very t- very tiny products um, that I can get a pretty decent margin on, and been working with those for a while now, and getting some decent traction, but still have yet to reach out, reach out to influencers and actually, you know, put my best foot forward on those due to, uh, you know, having been derailed by this other, uh, really exciting business that I'm involved in now. Um, but the, the goal, always having Amazon in mind, you know, knowing that this is a very good platform, a very sure. good, um, way to a very good, a lot of, a lot of possibility and potential here to this platform. Um, keeping that in mind throughout the development of the brick and mortar business, 
I knew that there would be a potential in the future to create a brand mm. uh, for the business. Um, so I've already mentioned it's a fitness-related um, business, and in within that, I have the potential to create this brand and create uh, several different products within that brand. So I've, I'm in the process of trademarking it now, and uh, but don't necessarily don't don't technically have the brand uh, registered on mm-hmm. Amazon. Mm-hmm. I do have the brand name on the products, um, but that is the idea now. And what I've recently, since March, I guess, been gaining traction with is these products that we are developing and uh, designing and actually manufacturing right here in my in my basement at my oh, house. Wow. Yeah, I, I manufacture uh, most of the products. There's four products uh, out now that I've that I've started with, and they are all very related products. And we get the related searches um, that helps all, a lot with all these products. Um, kind of launched all four of them at once, knowing that they were pretty similar. Um, use a lot of the same components and things for assembly, um, but right now I'm struggling to keep up with demand. It's not a product that's super easy to build and I am getting some quotes on um, building it complete but mm-hmm. it's tricky because of some of the uh, details of of it and how particular I want to be with this being in that uh, it's a brand that I want to be proud of so yeah. right now I'm manufacturing all of it I have hired someone to work at my house um, one day a week wow. to you know help out and keep up with production you know he's just basically a friend of mine that comes over uh, once a week and cranks through a bunch of these products and um, you know we're, we're doing our best to keep up now but um, if all goes well we're going to need uh, a lot more than uh, than what we're doing right now I think we're we're doing you know depending on the day probably between um, five and ten sales on the better products per day and then one to two sales on some of the the lower products within these these four products that are branded. Um, so let me yeah. ask you, let, let me ask you this. So, okay. Sure. There's a lot going on here and, <laughs> and I, I'm sure you're like, yes, Scott, there is a lot going on here. Um, you know, I'm selling on Amazon. I've got a job. I've got a business. I've, you know, a mm-hmm. brick and mortar, you got all that stuff going on. So you're busy. And it sounds like, um, it sounds like in the past though, you've been like a normal entrepreneur, right? <laughs> you're just kind <laughs> of like always all over the place. And that's kind of like, that's our nature. Uh, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? So I, and I get it a hundred percent, but it sounds like you do have now you've kind of like went from that to now where you're trying to take the brick and mortar and incorporate products that will also be sold in the brick and mortar. And then you can also then piggyback off of those and then start selling them on Amazon and maybe even your own e-commerce. Is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, I've, like I said, dabbled with a lot of things, got my feet wet, learned a lot of things, but now I'm trying to consolidate the, the brick and mortar and the Amazon business, um, you know, to supplement each other. Mm. And now I have this great platform. You know, we have 5,000 followers on Facebook. This is a really, um, unique, uh, brick and mortar business that we have. And, um, we have influencers that are very popular and we have, um, a network of other, uh, leagues and uh, companies that okay. are very uh, established and popular, and who have who we've reached out to um, to become influencers. We haven't mm. actually leveraged that yet because I don't I won't be able to keep up with the demand. Exactly. When yeah. We do right. Yeah. So I have to. No, be I think I think it's a I think it's a gr- number one. It's a great thing, but I want to unpack a couple of things here um, because number one, some people would be thinking, well, okay, brick and mortar. 
you know, like, Ooh, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to go down that road, but yeah. let me just kind of uh, give people an idea here. You could have someone like, um, you know, like Tim and basically you could walk into there and go, listen, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not selling your own products here. Like I can help you with that. So you almost, almost can bridge that gap. And then you can just say, we'll just brand them as you. And then we'll also sell them online. And maybe you get more of a percentage online than you do off whatever, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of different things you can do here. So I love that. One thing I want to ask though, really quickly, cause I'm curious about this is you opened a brick and mortar store and I'm just curious, how long, how long has that been open now? Two years, did you say, or a year and a half? Yeah, yeah, just about two years. About two years. Okay. What was the, I guess, what was the thought process in like how, when did you think that you would be profitable in that business? And because a lot of people look at like starting on Amazon and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to invest $5,000 and I want to see a profit in, you know, five weeks, you know, right. like in a brick and mortar, it's generally a longer time. Um, and you're willing to put more capital in upfront. You got rent, you got staff, you got all that stuff. How has that been? Number one, I'm just curious. Um, and then from there we can kind of go into like the, uh, the other parts of it. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the brick and mortar is completely a work of, of passion. And, um, like I said, I haven't hired myself there yet. I have staff that works there and, um, I fill in as needed, but, um, it's yeah we're, we're not we're not making profit yet after the first two years and it'll probably be another year or so um before that starts to happen we do it's not a necessarily a retail store it's a you know fitness uh facility of sorts right so it's a it's a fun place to be and it's a it does a lot for the community so there's a lot of other reasons that we've created this and a lot of other goals that we have um to help kids to help uh adults you know, stay fit and, sure. and things like that sure so that's a completely separate um goal set than the amazon products the yeah. amazon is you know using leveraging that platform that we've created um of people of different demographics of great passion for um a certain industry and uh using that to to help sales along locally and um of course nationally and it helps in the reverse, uh, or in the inverse, to increase awareness of the brick and mortar business with um, this national brand now, mm. which is which is very cool. Yeah, no, I I I love it. I I just I always like to highlight that because a lot of people think, well, a brick and mortar, you know, you're buying in even a franchise, like you're buying in, and then all of a sudden you're thinking that you're going to have business, and I'm sure you had to do some type of of uh, you know advertising or um, mm -hmm. you know getting people through the door. Uh, in order to do that. So um, obviously you're spending money before you make money there, even before you bring money through the door. Um, so just, again, I just want people to be aware that, you know, in any business, whether it's brick and mortar or whether it's Amazon, do not expect a return right out of the gate. Like you have to have, you know, your expectations cannot be, you know, I'm going to launch a product and then in three months I'm going to leave my job. Like, I just think that's not good expectations. I don't think it's possible. Yeah, um, definitely not. No. It's certainly not um, not the right thing to do. No, no, not so, responsible. No, it's not responsible <laughs> at all. Um, now, um, let's move on though. So, what I want to dig into though, and I think it's brilliant on what you guys are doing because I think that you guys do have that brick and mortar where now you can almost like hear and listen closer to what the market wants, mm -hmm. and then you can create something that will fill that. 
and then get them to actually be the beta testers. And then right. those can be your advocates of your products and your brand. Then you can eventually have a little retail section in your store that could sell those products. But then mm -hmm. more importantly, you could have it almost automated in a sense if you're going to use fulfilled by Amazon and sending that product in and then starting to also, like you said, the influencers in your space are now going to be like, oh, cool. You got to go over to XYZ fitness and try out their new thing. Or maybe they're going to show a routine on their site of you, them using your thing. And then they're going to refer people over to you. So the awareness will be there. Um, so there's so much that you can do, like you said, and you haven't even done yet to leverage it because number one, you can't keep up with the demand. So that's a good thing to have. Actually, we got to figure out how we can get those right. things made without you having to have a made in your basement. Um, yep. that would be number one. But again, then you don't want to get too big too fast because then you're afraid, well, then I might not have enough demand to keep people busy. So there's mm -hmm. that tug and, and pull, uh, yeah. you know, back and forth. Yeah. That's an interesting uh, point though. I've been kind of riding this line just, uh, the, the line of, of conservativeness, I guess, throughout the mm. whole Amazon journey. You know, our first first uh, purchase was 500 bucks, like I said, not too big. And yep. even now, I am growing only at the rate that I'm comfortable buying. I haven't spent, you know, $30,000 on products. I spend a thousand bucks at a time, yep. you know, for each of these products to bring in, you know, some materials and maybe we add 50% next time and you know, add 50% every time every order. But, um, you know, I'm probably at that point where I need to, you know, spend a lot more money and, and get a lot more of these. Um, but the route I'm taking is, um, the route of being conservative and, yeah. Slow maybe and steady. Maybe that's to a fault, but yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it definitely governs how fast I can grow. Yeah. I, well, I think it's, it's that security, safe. that, that little bit right. of a security thing and you don't want to get too far ahead. And then, uh, and then not be able to live up to demand and, and all that stuff. So it's those are constant things. And you know, let's face it. I mean, you're busy. You know, you're you're running a brick and mortar. You're you're working. You're and then you're doing this. You're you know assembling or having someone assemble. So you're you're ordering parts. Uh, you're then doing listing stuff on Amazon. Like so, there, you got a whole bunch of things going on. Mm -hmm. um, but you're still doing it. Um, you know what I mean? It's, and I think that you're on a good path now because you have a clear direction on who you want to serve and. And all those cool things. And I mean, you said you have a, a Facebook page of like 5,000 people. That's, that's amazing. So now you can leverage that and you've got influencers. So no, I, I love where you're at. And I, I think that, you know, yeah, you're being conservative, but I think it's at the right pace. But there is going to come a time that you have to make that decision is when yeah. do I when do I pull the trigger? When do I get this thing bigger? Um, yeah. And, uh, and I think that the market's already pretty much validated that the products that you're creating are wanted and needed, right? Yeah, and I think that's what I'm what I'm waiting for, and pretty much uh, don't have to wait too much longer. I've I've seen, you know, we get we're getting good reviews on the products. Um, we've sent them out to other um, businesses to mm -hmm. for for private reviews sure. just to get their input on, um, you know, what can we improve about these these products, mm -hmm. and uh, we've gotten some good feedback. And I think that you know, there's nothing telling me right now that these products won't be a success. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the what the sales volume cap is going to be on them based on some of the competition. You know, we might, maybe, maybe we're close to a cap at 10, at 10 products a day mm -hmm. uh, with these that I'm not sure. That's probably the biggest, um, the biggest outstanding question in my mind is, you know, how, how much can I sell of these? I don't really know. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Um, so your products are not technically current products that are out there. They're assisting other products. Would that be better? A good way to ex 
explain it? Or are yours are your products being actually searched for? They're being searched for. Okay. So you yeah. you can kind of tell probably then what what that depth and demand is right now if you if you looked at that, correct? Yeah. Um, and and so what are you what are you seeing? Are you seeing that you know there's and I'll just throw an example here. Like let's say that there's five listings that are pretty much consuming or that are getting most of the sales. And if they're all getting you know let's say combined, if they're getting you know I don't know let's call it 150 sales a day, then you know that that's pretty much what the market is is getting right now. Unless you go out and find external traffic somewhere. Right. Yes. I, I think that. Yeah, where where I'm at, I think we're a lot less than that per okay. day okay. for most of the competitive products, and I think that I have a, a much better advantage, and I can probably get better than any of the competitive products out there because I can hit um, a better price point, and sure. I have some other advantages. Um, but yeah, you know, there's there's probably a cap. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'd ever get to 100 products a day. Mm-hmm. Um, per per skew right with these but, I, but could you do you think if you went outside of amazon i guess is my question like is there is there google gotcha. searches and 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 cool. are there there is yeah, yeah yeah there's google searches and i could probably do more wholesale okay uh, okay yeah and there there you go you okay. just hit on on wholesale too so that's a whole nother option that you could do so yeah so i i think if we're looking at just amazon then you're like yes then that could be my cap but outside of amazon we sure. could we could totally grow this thing so yeah. that's that's still okay. Like that's still good. Yeah. Um, you know. So at least you know that you have room for growth. Um, so I think your one concern was like, well, am I going to cap out at Amazon? So I don't want to kind of you know get myself built up to to you know be able to handle this demand when the demand isn't there. But the demand is there if you go outside of Amazon too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that, that makes a lot of sense. So okay. So all right. At at this point. Okay, because we've been kind of kind of running through like scenarios here. So like, where are you at? Like right this second? Like, are you are you in that limbo stage? Or are you like developing a new product? Like, where are you at right now? Because I know that you posted that you did like six grand in the 30 day. Was that with this new brand? Yep. Yeah, that's mostly with this new. That was all my products. But um, I'd say 80% of that is the new brand. Um. And I've been seeing a good 20% growth every month. Oh, nice. We increased by 20%, which is very cool um, with these because I've been releasing, yeah, you know, like I said, the, the four products kind of one at a time, mm-hmm. kind of within the within a couple months of each other, but um, yeah, growing, growing little by little. <laughs> and and what's that launch? What's that launch process looking like for you in in your space? Yeah, that, that's a good question. I don't necessarily have a great launch. Um, so do you just like you you, you probably list uh, the item? You know, you get a nice you know listing together, images, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you turn on pay per click? I do. Yeah, I turn okay. on pay per click, and I spend as much as I can on that. And okay. um, your margins are smaller because of that for these first few months. Sure. Uh, I do use Fetcher, so it looks really cool. Yep. Um, you can see all the numbers. Yep. Um, but uh, so we have an email list and we have the Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, you know, about three thousand on the email list nice. now. Okay. And so we use that, use that as a platform, like I said, to get the products out there. Um, however, most of the sales through Amazon are not local. They're they're coming through the Amazon algorithm and the pay per click, not okay. necessarily our platform. So uh, I guess that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. But that's fine. Yeah. As yeah. far as launch goes, yeah, we use pay per click and. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. And, and again, though, I mean, honestly, I mean, 
we're pretty much, you know, in, in the, uh, this new brand that we launched about, what, four months ago now, you know, that's basically what we're doing. I mean, we're very aggressive on pay-per-click out of the gate. Um, and again, I think it's kind of like that whole brick-and-mortar mentality. It's like if you if you open a brick-and-mortar store, you're probably going to spend, you know, some money to get seen, right? The grand opening or, you know, whatever. Well, I look at pay-per-click as the same thing. It's like we can we can be in front of the eyeballs of our customers like, day one if we want to be aggressive um, and just know that we're not going to probably make money on those transactions but we're doing it to then get ranked so we can organically be seen now having an email list can help in a couple of different ways that i see it and i, I see it where you can take your email list and then number one let them know that you're going to have a sale and then from there you can you know get them to buy or have them buy but you can also then drive them to content that's going to get more engagement and then from there spread you know, to find new people. Um, so I look at the email list as not just the launch, but also as the way to get noticed by other people and stuff. Let me ask you this. though: with the email list, have you, have you like went through and kind of did like, Hey guys, we're, we're launching a new product. Um, we want to give you guys a 25% discount or a 50% discount, whatever. And then from there, have you followed up and given them a, a deadline and then kind of, and then wrote like two or two or three more emails to let them know that the deadline was ending? No, I haven't. And probably because I wouldn't, I'd be concerned that I can't keep up at this point. Ah, I am okay. a little bit ahead of, okay. of demand. So okay. I think in the next few weeks or month, um, we might be able to, to push a little harder but at this point, I'm I'm almost out of stock here. Ah, okay. So what I'm right what now. I'm what I'm hearing from you though is 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 more so than is inventory. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's really where I'm struggling. And I, I need to just find some other suppliers to do it, or um, mm. you know, I've considered renting up renting out a place around here and and spooling up manufacturing and hiring staff to do it here as well. But yeah, um, yeah. Because I mean, I think yeah, I. From what I'm hearing, that that's 100% your your sticking point right now. Because yeah. the re reason why I asked that, because I mean, obviously you probably know that it's like you know if you and we we did that actually we did that on uh, like three of our products uh, that we just recently launched and mm -hmm. you know every single time it works like it works like a charm. It's like first day we send them the notica notification that we're gonna have a deal. It's gonna end on Friday, whatever or Sunday, sure. and then you know we get we get a spike of sales there. But then our main sales day is always the last day when we're saying, Hey, just want to let you know that oh, yeah. it's ending tonight, you know? Yep. And then boom, we get 60 sales in that one day. Um, yep. but for you, it's like, mm, I don't really want 60 sales <laughs> in a day. Cause that means I got to make 60 units, you know? So, um, a little bit of a, of a struggle there for you. So that would be like homework for you is like, that would be the one thing I'd focus on, man. It's like, you got to figure that out because you're almost like you're, you're the bottleneck. It's like, you're, yeah. you're, you're the reason why you can't grow. You can't mm -hmm. scale this thing. And you could be sitting on something that that six thousand turns into twelve, and then twenty four, and you know it just it can grow so much faster. But you need the inventory, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good problem to have, man. I mean, you're you're sitting there, and you know you're kind of holding yourself back in a sense. But um, mm -hmm. in the same breath, you're just doing it because you don't think you're going to be able to handle it, <laughs> you know, which is a yeah, good well, problem working, to have. I'm working hard on finding suppliers that can actually do it. Mm. Um, it's hard uh, stateside because there's a lot of different operations uh, involved mm -hmm. and some particulars about texture and things like that. Um, and then China side, I've got a couple of companies, but uh, shipping becomes uh, high and, mm -hmm. and uh, I have yet to get good samples from them. So Okay. Okay. Well, and again, I mean, the one thing I'm hearing here also, though, is that 
the product that you're developing is also something that's not going to be easy to really replicate. Right. Um, which is good, right? Because mm-hmm. now that's going to make it harder for someone else to come in because all the work you're doing right now is going to pay off in the end because once you do get that all figured out and ironed out, then it's like full steam ahead. Um, and I, I think that's a, that's a huge deal. Um, I've always said that if it's easy for someone else, then it's going to be easy for you. Or, or if it's easy for you, it's going to be easy for someone else. It's like, you know, if you, if you just went on Alibaba, found your product, and boom, you just you bought that one product, and you just stuck with that same product, it's fine to test maybe, but it's the minute that someone else finds it, then they're just going to be competing on price. Right, you know? exactly. So I, yeah, which is what I did with my first product. And yep. realized, eh, that was a good experience, but uh, yep. let's do something else. Yep, yep. No, I, I get it. Now, as far as, like, your packaging and stuff, is that – is that custom or is that just like, do you just kind of put it in a generic box and like, how does that yeah, work? It's custom, it's custom packaging. I, I print on, um, yeah, I have little muslin bags and I print on them okay. and, um, it's a nice looking branded uh, for, for the, for the product that it is. It's a nice looking branded sure. bag. Cool. Cool. Okay. So you got packaging, got all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. so it's just, ma- I think ma- mainly for you, it's manufacturing, right? That's, yeah. that's bottom line. We got to get that figured out. Um, all right, so in, in wrapping up here, because again, I wanted to kind of get you on and kind of hear the story of like how you got to the six grand, which I think I think it, it really goes to show though that you've been at this for a little while. And yeah. the thing is, is you you didn't get out of the game, right? You just kind of pivoted. You, you kind of seen what worked and that. Nah, I'm not going to do that because it's too easy to replicate. So I'm going to go over here. I'm going to attach something to a brick and mortar. So you're constantly you're constantly at it. And I think that's really what I wanted to highlight here and, and really to, to show people that, you know, it's a process and where you started doesn't mean that's where you're going to end up. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to get you on. So is there any, any other tips or anything you want to give anyone listening that might be, whether they're struggling or they're just getting started or maybe having doubts because, you know, things didn't work out as planned. Is there anything you wanted to, to give people as far as advice? Hmm. Good one, right? It's a good question. I mean, I, I I'm a big I'm a big proponent of just making sure the product quality is really good hmm. because I've I've done a couple crappy products and um, not too many, but a couple of things I wanted to test out that uh, you know didn't go so so far. Um, that's why I'm kind of being a stickler about where these are manufactured and um, you know putting my best foot forward on making sure every single one of these products is really good and hmm. passes my um, quality inspection because that's what I'm leaning on at the end of the day is you know this is an awesome product right whether it's on Amazon or whether it's on uh, a Shopify store or sure. in my retail store this is an awesome product and we use it um, you know here's it here's the product being used these are the people who, who love using this product and you know that I think is is what we're going to be leaning on uh, for the life of the products to uh, make sure that they are a success mm. Yeah, I and I agree. I mean, so one of the big big things here for people to to kind of pull away from this is like, you know, take time to put into your product, um, mm-hmm. and you know, to test something like you said. I would rather go in the marketplace with a product that is not perfect, but then the the market can tell me. Now that doesn't mean I want to get one star reviews. So obviously, I want to do a little bit of a uh, you know some more research, and if I can improve upon something that I'm already reading in the reviews, then I'm going to make that better. But I am 
a strong believer in that it's better to have a product that's not perfect in the marketplace than that's perfect at least so you can get moving. No, uh, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but I do yeah. believe exactly what you just said though. I think when you're going to pay attention to detail and I, I actually, I just interviewed a guy just before I got on with you who talked a lot about packaging. Like he spends a lot of time on this packaging, um, his product too, but packaging because that represents your quality. And, um, and he really, uh, he really said that he feels that that was why his brand, um, is successful. Um, you know, because of the branding and then the packaging and then going all the way to the product. So it kind of all works hand in hand. Um, so I, I totally believe that. So no, man, I, I just want to say thanks for coming on and, and taking time out of your day. I know, um, last week we were going to, we were going to get this done and I, my internet went down like five minutes before I was getting ready to do my first interview of the day. And it ruined my whole day. But anyway, we, that happens. Yeah, we, we got you back on. And uh, yeah, I just, again, I want to thank you for, uh, for posting it in the, in the Facebook group. I know you, you really have nothing to gain from that other than just like letting people know, like, hey, look at, like, you know, this, this is what happened to me. I just want to let you guys know that, you know, just keep at it. And, and uh, because I'm sure yeah. that you've had times that you, you thought to yourself, oh, man, this, this kind of uh, rough road right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I've seen, you know, during that during those times, I, I pop up your group and, you know, thank you for, for everything you do. First of all, this is awesome. I've been a big fan for a long time. Uh, but, you know, when, when you're having trouble and getting a little discouraged and margins are really low or negative, sometimes you pop sure. up in that group and you see someone post something, you know, a little milestone of their own. And it's really encouraging. So, you know, post that there to, you know, get some get some re- encouragement uh, of my own, but also to encourage other people to you know, these little milestones can uh, can crop up, and other people have them, and and everyone will have them at some point. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think we should, we I think we need to celebrate them. You know what I mean? I, I'm a big fan of celebrating the little the the little wins and the little victories, and that little victory can be your first transaction. I just made a sale for twenty four ninety nine. You know, <laughs> and do a little high five or do a little happy dance. Like it's 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 yeah. it's good to do that, and it's good when you're able to surround yourself with other people that are doing it as well. And it's like those little mini things. And I'm a big fan of the compound effect, uh, that book. I always recommend it because it's, it's the small wins. It's the small little victories and it's those things that compound over time. And it's something that it does to your brain, man. Like when you get a, a little victory like that, it just, it reassures you that, you know, you can do it and it proves to yourself, not just that someone else did it, but that they can do it. So yeah, I'm a big believer in that. And, um, I just want to thank you again for posting that. I, like I said, I, you took time out of your day to do that. And I appreciate that. And I know people, they, they appreciate that. And, and heck, it proves that there's good people in the world still. So, Tim, man, you're one of them. <laughs> it's easy to feel like we're all alone in this, you know, sitting behind the computer checking the Amazon stuff, and but uh, you know, posting and seeing other people, um, other people's successes, and talking to them about things like that uh, really helps to make it feel like we're not alone. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree, man. So. Again, keep me posted though. I think you're, I think you're doing great things. I think you're on the right track. I think we just got to figure out that manufacturing, but just yeah, keep, sure. keep, keep me posted though. I want to maybe do an update with you in the future and we can kind of see where you are in your journey and, and see some of the ups and the downs and everything in between. But, uh, would love to do that. So I, again, I want to thank you and I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, keep crushing it, man. Excellent. I appreciate the time, Scott. All right, so there you have it. Another great interview, another great discussion about where we start and where we're going and the journey and like everything in between and the ups and the downs, the failures and the successes and these mini victories where we can kind of high five each other and say, 
this is starting to work. Let's kind of build on this. And you can hear that Tim is in a really good spot where he's now got unique products that he's rolling out. He's got a brick and mortar uh, store that they're also, uh, you know, building. And it's just, I'm, I'm really excited for him and I'm really anxious to hear an update in the future as well. But uh, hopefully you guys got a ton from that. I want you guys to just really take away that it doesn't have to be these big numbers that you might be hearing online, $100,000 a month or, you know, a million dollars, like all of these numbers that are being thrown out there, you know, and, and I think you guys can agree, right? I mean, these numbers are great. They get our attention, but we want like real numbers that we think that we can achieve. And I know, I know for a fact that we can achieve these numbers right here and then some, right? But we can, we have to start somewhere. And I'm not saying that you won't get to 50,000 a month or a hundred thousand a month or a million dollars a year. I'm not saying that I I'm saying that there's a good chance that you will, but we have to start here. We have to start here. And you also have to understand that your first try at this might not be successful and that's okay, but we have to learn from this. We have to maybe pivot, which I think is another important lesson here that you can hear from Tim. And, uh, and you just have to learn through this, through this process. All right. So I also want to remind you guys, the Facebook group, the TAS Facebook group, that is uh, amazing group of, of people willing to share. Definitely go over there and get connected at the amazing forward slash F is in Frank B is in boy. And then I'd also like to remind you about the show notes. The show notes can be found at the amazing forward slash four Oh four. And uh, you can grab those over there, transcripts, links, whatever we discussed over there, bullet points, all of the uh, big takeaways can be found in the show notes. So definitely go check those out. And then one last resource that I will, uh, that I'll throw at you right here. If you guys are brand new and you're listening to this and you're like, Scott, I just want to be able to, to kind of condense this whole process down and, uh, you know, not have to go through all 400 episodes. Uh, what, what can I do? Um, there's a workshop that we do. It's a free workshop generally around 90 minutes. And we take everything that we discuss here and we really condense it into five phases. And, um, and this is where you can kind of get that condensed version, but actually an action plan to get you in motion. And uh, you can register for that by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And uh, you can see when our upcoming workshop will be held there. Register and I'll see you there. All right. So guys, that is it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action, have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.